basically. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. War Room, the trio is together for the first time, and God knows who God knows how long. But um, anyway, we are here for another episode of the War Room. No March Madness talk tonight, uh, mostly because I'm pissed off with how this last weekend went. It is Monday, March twenty seventh here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. You are listening to the War Room, brought to you by Killing Time Productions. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and share this podcast to all social media platforms, including your friends. They're live, walking social media platforms. They're the people that make the tweets. Go talk to them in real life. Listen to what they got to say. With me tonight, as always, are my two dose. However other way to say two in another language. Two co-hosts. Tonight with me, as always, Mr. Trevor Truett across from me. How you doing, sir? I'm good. And you know what? I, one thing I love about this podcast is we got freedom of speech. That's why I want to talk about how I'm on top of the fucking March Madness standings. I went from the bottom to the top, baby. The bottom to the top in a weekend. 4-0. <sighs> freedom of speech is overrated anyway. But anyway, with us also is to the left of me. Back for the first time in a while, Ms. Cameron Frizzell. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? It's good. I haven't been asking in a while. Trevor never fucking asked. He has got no... Because he he's care. an I don't asshole. Care. I don't care. Trevor's That's why. He doesn't asshole. care. I know how he's doing. You know what? You know what would be funny? We should get a sex doll and sit it next to you every time we do the podcast. Since, like, I have Cam next to me, you should have one next to you with a <laughs> wig on or something. That'd be fucking hilarious. But anyway, uh, welcome back to the war room, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's been a long time. Uh, since we've done just a regular episode, just the three of us talking shit. But, you know, uh, I've been listening to some pretty horrible content lately. I'm not going to say names. Uh, and by horrible content, I mean that in a sense of I hate it. But I can't stop indulging in it because, you know, it's just it's fascinating. And honestly, I didn't think it was fascinating until I f- saw how it was fascinating to other people. So if that makes sense. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, and I've, it's just, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, podcasts relating to modern day dating and, uh, you know, I swore two things to myself whenever I started this podcast a year ago. One, never going to get into drugs, no matter how big the podcast gets, (laughs) never going to get into drugs. Two, never going to turn this podcast into a relationship dating podcast where we give advice to people. But quite frankly, who better to give you dating advice 
than us three. And Cam and I are in a great relationship. Trevor has been in a lot of great relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's got the a rise kid. and fall of WCW. We could we say he has more experience. Trevor's got us. a lot of life experience that a lot of young people could probably learn from in our at our age that we're trying to like learn from for sure. Oh yeah, I mean you can learn a lot from Trevor. I think Trevor's a great role model. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ups and downs. I mean, there's ups and downs. It's a it's a it's a line graph. Well, so like Trevor, let me ask you. Since you're a single straight white male, I, I gotta indeed. ask. I gotta ask you, like, whenever it comes to the world of dating, and like you know, because I know you. He's Ted Mosby in real life. He acts like he likes a womanizer, and he's fucking left and right, and he's you know, getting phone numbers and erasing them just as fast as soon. You know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, Trevor, he wants to get married. With mm. one person, have some more kids, you know, have the dog, have all that shit. So, like, I gotta ask sure. you, Trevor, what do you do in your dating life to attract the kind of woman that you're looking for? I mean, to, that's why, like, I hate today. Like, it's so, everything's on online, everything's on the phone, it's all fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have a lot of single guys, so you know, or single guy like friends, so to like go to the bar all the time or anything like that. So like, those are your two options. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, like there's not unless you get the only other option is if like somebody you know knows somebody who hey, hey, and then that's it. So like, so like um. So your mom, they, like I'm always like on her. Every time I go to the restaurant, I'm like, hey, we got any uh, new oh, contestants yeah, here? Trying to set me up with girls there all the time. You think she can give you a fucking layup? But unfortunately, I think a lot of the women there could be your mom with how old they are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's either that or the opposite. Yeah. Right. So like, what what is your ideal woman? Like, what do you look for? Give me a checklist that you look like that you go down because you know. I don't really believe in checklists, but like, if you just were building, well, like, I'll just, okay, I'll give you some necessary things that like. Maybe I look for like on Tinder or like I uh, like I get to swipe and so right. So you are on Tinder. I mean, oh yeah, definitely. Oh I mean, yeah, the whole I mean, podcast knows we talked about <laughs> yeah. it. <early. laughs> I mean, they're swiping right, obviously for yeah, I want to match with you or not. Yeah. Well, so if I see somebody like as soon as I see something political, I'm like, all right, swipe left. Like literally, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to. If they if they are enough to put something political on the front yeah. page of their fucking profile. I'm she's like, on a horse yeah. with a shotgun. You know what she? You know what party she's in? No, I got. That was always a big thing with me too, because I was on. Like, I don't know about you. Uh, I think you told me that you were you tried Tinder, but you didn't like it, or whatever. Like, what was your experience? It's not great. It? I'll give you that. Well, it's not, it's, it's well, it's. I I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The last interaction I had with somebody on Tinder, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know what? He was honest. So I'll say that. Okay. But I matched with him and he basically asked me to just come over and I was like, do you want to like go to a, a movie or like go eat somewhere before like that happens? And he was like, if you're seriously on Tinder to date, you really need to get off of here because Tinder like is made for fucking... I was like, Jared, 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 something. Sounds like something you would say. Yeah, you're really on your date, huh? Yeah. Move on. Next one. I said that to a girl one time. I said that to a girl one time. Because she was lecture And, well, I'm going to get back to that. But, like, this girl one time got mad at me because, like, I was being honest. I, I wasn't, I didn't hit her up. She hit me up. 
And I, she was like, what are you looking for? And I was like, eh, just to hook up. That's okay. Just to do that. Because she was just like, she asked to, um, I'm not looking to do that at all. I want this, that, and okay. this. I was, like, I was like, well, then what are we talking that, for? At least you, she put, threw out the question, you gave her an honest answer. Now, it is incredibly rude to say that to somebody, but it is something I would say in passing well, I to y'all. I, I wouldn't say that to a woman. That's fucked up. That's I literally took mean. that. I took that as like, huh, don't need to be on this I thing. I was like, you know what? Yeah. And so I deleted it literally after that conversation. I unmatched with him and then deactivated my account. And then, like, I think three, four months later, I met you. Like, it was that quick. Yeah, I I had it for, like, a year or two. Never pulled anything off of it. After a while, it was just, like, I was, like, cracking jokes. And, like, you know, it was never... You know, because, like, I tried. Because, like, here's the thing. And I, w- I was going to talk about that. And I was going to ask you that. But, like, I tried doing the honest. You know, maybe, I, you know, I'll just say to 30 of them. And, like, and most of the time, a lot of the women on there. And I was just like, you know what? I fucking seem to attract a lot of women that are looking for a goddamn relationship. Nobody <laughs> wants a one-night stand with a big bearded guy. <laughs> Nobody. They want me to fucking yeah, chop wood see, for them. They want to fall in love. I yeah. can't help that I'm a fucking modern-day Hercules. I can't help it. You're, you're Mo- all on the opposite. Like, we're on opposite sides of the spectrum here of, uh, when we're on Tinder. But Wait. this is also when you're, like, fucking, like, 20. Me? Yeah. But yeah, but the thing is, I was in better shape then, so that might Okay, not. but you were 20 or 21, right? Mm. Okay, well, it's a little bit different story of me as 27, and... I feel like it should be easier if you're that What's older. your... Why not? Because I'm just going for hookups. Like, yeah, going you, for layups. I feel like women at that point, they know what it is that are on there. Listen, and I am going to yeah, be honest. But I think I, mean, I have said that before. If you're on Tinder to find love, it ain't going to happen. It ain't. It's happened for some people, oh, but it's very hard. Well, yeah. to, to quote somebody that I hate, the exception doesn't make it the rule, okay? <laughs> the exception doesn't make it the rule. I would be... I, I just... I uh, I don't... Because, like, here's the thing, though. What Okay, what percentage of people do you think that are on dating apps are there to fucking find the one they love? What percentage? And then what percentage are people that are looking for an easy fuck? And be honest, just be honest. What do you think? Do you think it sways one way or the other? Oh, I think between just fucking people trying to scam people is a is probably a third scam. Uh, yeah, of like just trying to fuck them over, like fucking add my Snapchat, and then you add your Snapchat, and then they're like, oh, I do hookups for blah blah blah. And they like, they turn into a hooker all of a sudden. They turn into a hooker. <laughs> I get them all the time. Have you ever oh, been? No. I mean, like, Have you? was it legit or was it a scam? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it was a scam because I never went through with it. I mean, you know, what's wrong with paying for a hooker? <laughs> I'm not against it. I wouldn't look down on you. I'd like to was go. Was it because of my approval? I'd like Were to, you worried about my I, approval? No, I'd like to choose. You know, I'd like you'd to like, see everybody. you like to get spread. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to see you So wanna, you're, not a, you're not anti-prostitution. So you want a hooker menu, basically. Yeah. Who doesn't? If you're well, I'd like to not just show up to somebody's house and apparently a hooker <laughs> that I've never met before. <laughs> hey, you didn't see her on the street? Yeah. There's no advertisement? She but here's to, the thing. You know what's crazy? A lot of guys would go to that house, even oh, yeah. if it was a serial killer. Just yeah, they're going to go to some King's wet. Inn in the fucking middle of oh a bullshit god. town. Oh Dude, my god. I know. Like, pe- that's one of those places oh. where, like, oh, I know what you're talking shack. about. that's a fuck shack in Muskogee. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that, fuck that's, shack. Uh, that's right there by the fucking trailer park we used to live in. Yeah. Oh my god. That place was a piece of shit. That was fucking Sunnyville. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, like, 
So, but Trevor, what do you look for in a woman? Like, just list some qualities. Like, what are you what are you looking for in a long term permanent wife, partner, whatever? What are some of the things that you are non negotiable? Non negotiable. Does she have to be religious? I mean, she doesn't have to be necessarily religious, but it can't be like an atheist. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean? So, like, like you can be just not religious, Christian but like adjacent, basically. Like she believes in God, but church yeah. and stuff isn't. Yeah, a yeah big that's deal. Well, okay. Yeah. But okay, if she wasn't religious but didn't believe in anything, would you care? That'd be one thing, but like. I'm just talking like but specifically like like, people who worship the devil, pretty much. Well, that's not atheism. No, that's it's Satanism. Not, and we worship the devil here every fucking day. What are you talking about? We have red and that's black the, fucking headphones. We drink and wine out of stained Black Sabbath. Glass. That's black not, Sabbath. Look at this shit. You think this is fucking a church? Come on, it's the Church of the Devil. Church. I'm just kidding. But like, no, that's I understand. Not I know what you. Though that's that's. You're talking about Satanism. Like, you can't Antichrist be Satanist. Antichrist. And you know Satanism. what? If you said Satanist, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Because yeah. Satanist, Satanist, it's not something for the lighthearted. No. I don't want somebody doing witchcraft in my. Like, yeah. And you're not into it yeah, at all. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going into the old man cave, and I'm like, eh, why is there a thousand candles lit in here and every light's off? You know what, what would you be funny? Doing? Like that'd be a great relationship to watch, though. Just because, like, like you dating a girl that is Satanist rituals. Like she's. Not not like killing stuff she's just like what she does just watching you two like like where's your wife she's like oh she's out there fucking summoning lucifer again she's crazy <laughs> that'd be fucking that'd cool be fucking hilarious. that'd be funny that's a good tv show that's a good tv show what if we branch out get a netflix fucking thing going where we make shows for netflix I mean, we already have we one. We have one that we has have 12 one. seasons yeah, to Netflix. It's ready to fucking go. Give us a six. Yeah. Give us the f- one season, six episodes. Let us fucking show yeah. you what we got. Yeah. I'll fucking show you. But anyway. So what are some other ones? Can't be the opposite of what you believe in. Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, like, even if you said it's got to be religious, I wouldn't... Well, like, just start naming off stuff, and I'll say, yeah, you're No, I'm just asking. I don't, I'm not saying that you should think one way or the other. I think preferences are preferences. I'm just saying. If, you, if you're a Christian, I don't know why you'd marry a Satanist. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Unless you were just your life goal was to convert <laughs> yeah, I them. I mean, but, like, some people are, like, maybe that... Maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, some people legitimately believe that, which is crazy. I think crazy. love is... I think love will make you throw whatever checklist you have out the door if you see the right person. I, I, Unfortunately. I would agree you know what I mean? so, too. <laughs> I would agree so, too. I don't really necessarily... Now, at this point, you don't really go in with a checklist. You mm. just go in with, like, a... Like, is, does her music taste a big <laughs> deal, or do you not give a fuck? Like, you don't care because you, like... As long as you can entertain... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. That'd be great if somebody loved the same music yeah. that I do. That'd be awesome. I mean, with you, it's not hard because you... Know, you I mean, like, but a lot of girls like a lot of rap, and like I like rap a little bit, but I've never been like a lot of a lot of girls. I mean, rap surprises me. It doesn't surprise anybody that people listen to rap. It's the most popular genre in the world now. I guess me and Jared are just so far in a bubble. Yeah, I don't listen. I mean, other than Method Man, I mean, like I listen to some rap, and like I, you know, it's not bad, but like I'm not. Do you enjoy "Bring the Pain" by Method Man? It was good. It's a good song. I'll say this: Clan. I couldn't imagine really going to a rap concert. Unless it was somebody. Yeah, because like I don't in, really know what you consider. I mean, like, like Post Malone was cool, but I wouldn't consider that full on rap. No, like I don't. But see, I mean, that was fucking great. I like, don't see myself going to like Amigos concert. I saw them. Yeah, awesome. And unless I was going to like fucking watch 
you know, like soup. Well, you gotta remember a lot of those. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like amigos and all them. It's a bunch of fucking white kids. I just don't see myself going to that concert and enjoying myself like the concerts that we go to all the time, and I do enjoy myself. Well, rap concerts, you're paying to watch someone like yell over a rap track. Yeah. Unless they're like, why is that? Because it's supposed to be hype. You're supposed to be getting the crowd going. Like, I used to not understand it, but I get it kind of now. Like, it's supposed to be... It's kind of like thinking of an EDM show. Like, I you're just, trying like, to get the crowd jumping and dancing. And if you're, if you're like, like, you know, they're playing Mo Bamba Live, Sheck West. I don't imagine that's an hour and 15 minutes straight of that song. Because I don't know another song by him. But, like, uh, like you know, he's... Like, yeah, Sheck West! The whole could crowd's you, gonna fucking go crazy. Could that's you what imagine? That's for. It's not about look how good I am at guitar. Look how high. I, yeah. Look how I can hit a B flat. I can fucking look at this drum solo. Yeah. Like that's what that all relies on. It's a different. It's right. It's a different atmosphere. I think. I mean, if you go to the right hip hop show, if they're good artists, it'll be awesome. Yeah. If you go and watch a fucking guy that's like you can't understand what the, I mean, then I'm not gonna hate on that kind of music because, quite frankly, I have no room to. And I do like some of it, but I don't. Yeah, when I go to a concert, I enjoy seeing guys play guitars. I enjoy seeing yeah. guys play the drums. I enjoy, I enjoy seeing people sing at a professional level. I, th- I love whenever the people are generating the music. I think I just wouldn't spend the kind of money yeah. we do on the concerts that's, we that's go to mm-hmm. on rap concerts. That's understandable. I mean, like, but like that's also like. A big like whatever music you would favor. Clearly, you're gonna yeah. spend the most money to watch that music. I mean, I will say I would spend more money on Black Label Society than I would a Drake concert. But yeah. I guarantee you, more people are going to the Drake show. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's hard for me to kind of, kind of like it's not the same. I mean, like you know no, what I mean? It's like different. It's you know, different. who's the biggest rock band in the world right now? You know, weirdly, I know you're gonna hate my answer. I might because now I don't know what you're gonna like say. Like the the modern day rock band that everyone's no, talking who's, about. Who's like of, uh, like from all right. era? Like who's number one? I don't think it's a modern band. No, I know, but like right now in pop culture, just with the young people, mm-hmm. just young, and that young people means from like thirty five and younger, yeah. millennials still. Mm-hmm. Greta Van Fleet is everywhere right why now. You, why would you hate that? I, they're fucking good. Well, I don't just, know if they're the best. I love them. I just want to make sure he knows that I meant modern day. What's wrong with those guys? Well, Greta Van Fleet, I would say, is one of the best up-and-coming rock bands. Yeah, modern day. I just wanted to make sure you knew I meant, like, in pop culture. Speaking in pop culture, which mm. is arguably the most important when it comes to being famous mm-hmm. pop culture makes you what you are okay but do you think they're bigger than the rolling stones even in the, the, to this day and age no no, no of course not but i are will they bigger say than metallica? N- well no but metallica i would say is probably overall i mean i would still say the rolling stones since they're still outgoing are they you know they're number one but the metallica is probably if you popularity, put popularity yeah. into it I mean, but then again, the Rolling Stones went to Cuba and had a 300,000 people show up to their show. Yeah, but none of them count. I just think, what like... What are you talking about, these Cubans? Oh. I just, like, I... Oh. The only question I do have to ask about that is mm. that... 
at what point will their window just get slimmer? Not that they're ever going to like fade away from Who? being the best ever. Like the Rolling Stones and stuff oh, like that. I mean, they're 80. Like I mean, at, like, it's got to go away so eventually. At I'm, what point do young people have to be told who the Rolling Stones are instead of them just like organically? Oh, uh, it's about probably them. happening right now. No, 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 no. There's still six year old kids wearing Rolling Stones shirts. They're no. They yeah, don't even but know what's going on. This tongue's cool. The Rolling Stones will forever. Dude, people still talk about Jesse James, and he was a fucking outlaw in the 1800s. You don't think the biggest rock and he roll band ever? Dog. Jesse James. Not that dog. Jesse James. Fucking. Your ass, but I call no. somebody. No, I, I don't think the Rolling Stones will ever have an issue ever being relevant in pop culture because of what they did for a whole genre, like Led Zeppelin. No, I, they, there they, will definitely be people have to be told who they are. That's for sure. I mean, people, you have to tell people who. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, of Whatever course. you're about to say, exactly. But it's guess what? Just... I guarantee you, you show that fucking uh, tongue and uh, lip logo of theirs to most people, they'll they'll recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a guy, fucking oh, I love Kiss. magazine named after him. That's one of the biggest magazines in the world. I yeah, think... but then it'll get to where people just don't even know why it's fucking named. Okay, yeah. two hundred years. Yeah, we're to, we're in the for the long well, haul. No, as long as rock and roll exists the rolling stones exist you have to to look at it though in generations like how many generations is there going to be until like metallica is the rolling stones just based on time okay so let me let me let me ask you okay so the rolling stones have been on tour since 1962 it's Mm -hmm. 2023 that's 61 years and they still sell out arenas i know 80 you tell me it seems like they will die out when they fucking die. It's not going to be a point. I mean, Cam, they've, they've, they've been around since the 60s. They went through the 70s. They went through the 80s, the 90s, even the last 20 years, and they, they've never even gone the away. the last three, including COVID. Pretty impressive, honestly. They've never gone away. They've never gone away. I, don't, I think the Rolling Stones will, I mean, when they die, whenever Mick and Keith can't play anymore or die... I think that's whenever that will start what you're talking about. The decline. Yes. But I think that, but like with a band that's been on tour for 60 years and can still sell at a 150,000, 200,000 seat arena, I think when, I don't think that that'll stop until they're not on the road anymore. I think when we are old, like when we are like grandparents old, I think Metallica will be how we view the Rolling Stones now. I think it's going to take a long time. It's going to be. But here's when the difference is, is that Rolling Stones are playing now. I don't think that the fucking. I don't think Metallica is going to be playing in 40 fucking years. That is true. I don't if think so. Metallica, I don't know if Metallica is going to be able to play Master of Puppets in 79. Yeah. Brown Sugar. I don't know. You can play Brown Sugar. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everybody said that about. But they'd Motley literally be Crue. like 90 now. They'd be like 90. There's no way. I don't know. In 40 years, we are only going to be, I'm not only going to be 67, so if you're talking like 50, there ain't no fucking way Metallica's going to be playing. They, none of them will be alive. They'll probably all be dead. I don't know. I think it's a bit harsh. They're like 50. Add they're 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> Mathematically, just add. No, I, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen, I could see Keith and them, I mean, considering like what a lot of people are doing. I could see them playing until mid eighties, maybe yeah. ninety, because they don't. But Mick, they're all on. sober and in better shape now, though. You have to remember that. But you don't think that the music they play doesn't play a factor in it? They're no, not playing definitely. like strenuous music. Like Slayer just retired, and they're 
35 years younger and didn't play near as long. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, like, the metal genre is a more... It's, like, a sport, almost. Like, drummers have some of the best calves, better calves than athletes, you know? That's true. So, like, I do think that it wears your body down eventually, but... No, absolutely. And that's why I think, like, the Rolling Stones... I mean, they're hearing, too. Like, Absolutely. I mean, ACDC, yeah. they've just started having issues with that, and they're 10, 15 years younger than the Rolling Stones. How fucking crazy is that? Like, that's my point. But here's the thing, though. I'd say the Rolling Stones are an anomaly. There's not a lot of bands that are going to play until they're 80. Yeah. Like them and the Eagles. Yeah. It's all that, like, softer rock stuff. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I mean, like, the Eagles sounded just as good when we went and saw them. Yeah, no their kidding. recordings, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was uh, that kind of music for sure. But, like, I will say, with Metallica, I... Their stuff has gotten... I don't want to say softer, but you can definitely tell they're, they're playing to their older bodies. No, that is... A, no, I think that's, a, that's the absolute correct way to looking at it. I think... They adapted well over time. They realized, like, you know why Slayer had to retire when they all turned 50? Because they've been playing brutal thrash metal for 40 years, and we're like, I can't do it anymore. I can't, like, there's no, there's no set list that Slayer could put together and go out for a fucking hits tour. Like, it's raining blood. It's the most brutal shit you've ever heard. They're not going to be doing that. This next song called Stations in the Abyss. There's no way. Fucking mermaid man over here. There's no excuse for, like, country artists, though, to retire really fucking early. Because they have it so easy. I mean, you'd think country singers would be going until they're 90. No fucking kidding. Well, they do. I guess they do. And he's still on the road. Like, how long did George Jones, when was his last Well, if he would have quit drinking 20 years before he died, he probably would have still been alive until not long ago. That's the problem is they do more, seems like they they do more drinking. Well, yeah, so that catches, also does naturally catches up with George yeah. Jones is a drunk, like a real drunk. You got to wake up first thing in them. Like, do you think he cheated on his wife? Uh, yeah, absolutely. he was married more than once, wasn't he? He definitely slapped a waitress's ass at a Waffle House one time. I bet he was a dirty old man. I'll say he that. He got a DUI on a fucking lawnmower in his hometown. Shirtless, going to buy more beer at the Walgreens or whatever. It's just—it's hilarious that George Jones is known that is for. True. Look it up. It's hilarious how George Jones is known for all of his like sweet slow songs, and that's probably not at all how he was in I person. Think, I think he's got the most inspirational voice in country music history. Everybody wanted to sound like. Well, him. he's like the Rolling Stones of country, though. I would say if you were to get a group of those guys, he'd be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about music, though. There is never, like, a number one. There's just, like, a top tier because there has to be multiple people on the top tier. There's no way there can be just, like, a a number one. Well, like, if you go to a genre like country music, which is his way off the topic of dating, which we will get back to. <laughs> but if you go to a genre like country music, it's not like rock music where you can just go, oh, it started with the blues. It started with the blues. 
And then, you know, guys sped it up with rockabilly, mixed it with country. That's where the guitar sound comes from, is rockabilly country music. Um, with country music, you just look at what became... You just like it's it's kind of like today. Like who is every who's everybody been trying to be since he came out? Tyler Childers. Okay, that's how it has always been in country. Whenever go back to Johnny Cash is probably one of the most inf- influential artists ever. Regard, let alone country music. He influenced rock music, all that shit. But God, look, look, Tyler Childers. He if he keeps going down the road he's going on right now, he's going to be one of the best that's ever done it too. I think he's one of the best songwriters I've ever listened to. It's incredible. I mean, it, it, like, but any, but like, when you go back to country music, like genre like that, how do you look at the build? What are the building blocks? Obviously, it's American traditional fucking guy with an acoustic guitar, Western music singing under the stars <laughs> with a bunch of cows around him. That's old cowboy music mixed with like Western swing and shit. So, if you go early, who were the first, like, who was the first wave of popular country singers? First of all, the GOAT. The GOAT, Hank Williams Sr., <laughs> was the standard. The standard. For years. Every song that guy ever put out on the radio was a number one hit. And he died at 29. He, dr- he drank himself. Who was more country than Hank Williams Sr.? <laughs> yeah, he drank true. himself to the death before 29. he was 30. That's impressive. Like, I couldn't imagine. He was on painkillers and booze and cigarettes. Like that guy is country music, and he wrote the saddest fucking music. And it was, but it's so good. I love his voice. But like, you got him, and then there's a lot of guys like him. But like, let's go with him. And then you got Johnny Cash. He comes along. He's a bit different. Waylon Jennings is in there for sure. Uh, yes, because like he did start in the '50s, but like he started off as a studio guy for Elvis. He played guitar for Elvis for a while, and then he broke off on his own. But I don't think his music became super influential until he went full outlaw. Kind of like when Willie Nelson was all clean cut in the 50s, and then he went broke away from the label, grew his hair out, started smoking pot, the beard, the bandana, the outlaw look. That's more 70s, late 60s. Merle Haggard. Now, if you're going off a of voice, I think it goes Hank, Johnny, George Jones. Merle Haggard, because a lot of those outlaw guys sound a lot like him. Waylon, the only reason, I think he's like a one-of-a-kind guy. Yeah. He, I, there's not, not a lot of guys like, like uh, him. He did his own thing. Like, I was actually going to say about him, he broke off from the traditional... Well, I was born in Mississippi. He broke away from that shit. He started putting foot pedals in. Like... Adding more rock. He started and adding to it. Yeah, yeah. He was really he really took it and went outside the box. I would say that he was influential for a different reason, but like if you're going off of who were people were trying to sound like, Buck Owens. Yeah. Fucking Buck Owens has one of the best voices in country music history. Him and Dwight Yoakam have two of my they sound a lot alike, but like you got guys like that. So if you were to put a list of guy like the, the Mount Rushmore of early country, it'd be Hank, Johnny, George Jones. Probably Merle Haggard. I might be missing somebody, but that's who I would say. Because Merle Haggard was also big for Outlaw. He was one like he, him, and Johnny Cash were the guys that fucking started. It. I can't believe. I would say I don't know. I would say we're Wayland, talking about this in depth. <laughs> Waylon Jennings would have to be in there just because of how different he is. He stands out from all the other. He, and he's been there. around long enough to justify that, which yeah. is hilarious because when he first came out. 
there was you know all the old people are like this new music that these yeah, fucking like, kids fucking, are yeah. listening to. I thought to. Elvis was the devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waylon Jennings is like, well, I smoke packs of smokes in just one day. This is thug music. <laughs> yeah. No. But like, anyway, back to dating. <laughs> That's country how, music, how everybody. How do we even fucking go down that? You know, it's the, hey, the conversation's fluid. You know what I mean? But, but Trevor. <laughs> We're back to this. Yes. Yes, because I want to. I, I want to know. We're talking about music, and if it mattered with music. Yeah. No, I mean it really doesn't. I would. It'd be, it'd, it'd be like a. It could be very annoying. Not necessarily. Like I said, as long as you are able to listen to my music too. I don't know. I dated someone who had the opposite music taste as me, and it was. I mean, every time getting in his car and listening to rap music, I was like. I want to jump out of this car on the freeway. Damn, Cam doesn't like rap music. No, it's just the fucking, especially when we went when we were in high school. Think of the like annoying rap music when we were in high school. Yeah, I mean, I will say in high school was the only time I actually went away from what I've always liked since I was a little kid because I've always liked AC/DC and Judas Priest. But in high school. When you're hanging around all your friends, none of them want to listen to fucking Living After Midnight by Judas Priest. <laughs> they, they should. They should. I mean, that's why Hunter and I are still friends, because I showed him that, and he's like, who's fucking awesome? It took a while to get him to like Judas Priest, surprisingly. But, like, uh... I also went to school with a bunch of, like, country kids that thought it was okay to say the N-word, too, and that mm. also bothered me. Like, they would rap and say the N-word mm. whenever it was crazy. in the... Nothing better than fucking much of Higgs rapping uh, fucking God. welding class. A big diesel truck so bumping fucking Kevin Gates. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I can't do it. Pour on a syrup. I just can't. I fucking remember that every day. All the ag kids leaving. <gasps> and they got a fucking rebel flag hanging out the fucking back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. 100% for sure. Fucking KKK hoods on. Trevor, weren't you friends with those people? No. I mean, I was, but like... That's who you went to. That's my, Cam, in the schools we went I mean, to, that's, that's the majority true. of the kids where you mm-hmm. cannot be friends with anybody. I mean, I kind of was one. You were Just, an FFA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I kind of... I was one. Yeah, so... I was one, I was motherfucker. One. <laughs> like, right? I had to be around them. Yeah, and... Because I liked FFA. I didn't... I was very annoyed. Like, I fought with the welding dudes all the time because my ag teacher wouldn't let women weld, and so you bet your ass... Why not? You, <laughs> you bet do that in fucking. You can do that in fucking Fort Gibson. Fuck you yeah. bet your ass that I welded a fucking bead by the end of that fucking year because I did not let it go. I did not. I. It was a whole thing. So I. I definitely She's the went first against. Woman in South Salt to ever fucking weld a goddamn bead. <laughs> Dwayne, man, put a leash in your dog. She ain't welding in my damn class. She ain't welding in my class. Well, then I remember one time. Oppression in Salisaw. <laughs> so my Cameron, you're like the fucking. Uh, you're like the Rosa fucking. Parks yeah, you're like the frozen parts of uh, women in Salisaw for welding. So my my ag teacher. Into the back. No, I'm so my ag teacher was holiness. My truck needs washing. He, he he was like he he was what is it? What is it called? Holiness. We called it holding you know the Pious. Oh god. 
I don't need to say this really on holy? air. No, you know, like the the Mennonites. What? He's like Amish. Yeah, sorta. Oh, so he's like super religious. Yeah, okay. well, and super like well, how women, do you even, men. How do you even situation. believe in welding? Well, no, because. I, y'all literally what? What? We grew up in the same area, and y'all have never heard. We didn't have holiness. Any Amish people at fucking Fort Gibson. They weren't allowed. Man, there's Amish people in Fort Gibson. And Jacob Yoder and his whole family. They're I'm all, talking true no, blue, so, like riding on a wagon. Oh, with the bonnets and yeah. the fucking and the pipe. That's a fucking Amish yeah. person. Everybody else is a bunch of fakes. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are thinking way too far into it. It's the people you know where the girls that have to wear the skirts and the buns. Oh, no. Mennonites. Yeah, yeah, Mennonites. yeah. Okay, thank we God. We didn't go to school with it. There is a lot of them in Sequoia so County. So we had it. We had a lot of them in Sequoia. Thank you, Jared in Sequoia County and my ag teacher was a Mennonite and um, he didn't believe in crossing gender roles so like on our welding well, chapter mind right now, man. on oh yeah well I think he's since retired but um, on our welding chapter of ag 2 I think I was a sophomore at this point and um he we got we get in the shop and the boys are about to start welding and he was like okay so when we ask for a tool you go in the in the shed and go get it and i was like i looked at him immediately was like fuck that i'm gonna go talk to mr martins and so i immediately turned around and walked to the principal's office and immediately started just chewing oh, you, on my you principal. You carried the fucking school oh, house. Oh, I did. I mean, but this guy's living like it's 1840. Like you know, the Civil War hasn't even happened to this guy's. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> so he was. He was all like. He was like that. By the. I'm surprised he didn't have y'all baking bread. By the end of that. I mean, I'm sure a nice bagel after a nice welding <laughs> wouldn't have been bad. <laughs> Well, by the end of that week, all, me and all Glass the other girls. In a bagel. By the end of that Great week, change. me and the other girls, we were all welding beads. We by the end of that also? week. And Do you I, know any girls that dipped? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's a well, gender role I believe in. Women and then don't dip, men do. <laughs> my ag teacher was even yeah. so far as Jared sometimes does this too, and you don't even realize you do it. Um, there was we had a Massey. Give me a tool. Oh no, we had a Massey Ferguson uh, tractor in the shop, and the hood is detachable. Well, that hood is fucking heavy, mm. so it takes a good three to four people to get that, or at least two strong people to get it on there. And there was two dudes trying to put the hood on the tractor, and I was like, "Oh, let me help you." My ag teacher literally stepped in front of me and was like, girls don't do that. And I just looked at him and I was like, oh, you want to play this game again? Do you want me to go okay, to Mr. Martin's? Like, some people think of that as like being polite, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, but like, you know we're, what I in mean? such a co- we're in such a country school, though. I grew up on a farm. If I, yeah, I, you just what if he get- just took care of his fucking wife his whole fucking life and he thought that was normal? You know, he probably does, but it was the fact that he pushed back every time. I was like, no, I can do it. 
And he was just like, he was, he was just purposely it. excluding women from participating in an thing. I think thing. he could be taken either way. He could be like, I don't if think If you sign that up for a welding class and you show up and the guys are like, you're not fucking welding, you're a woman. Well, he's probably already thinking. I mean, but that's different. Lifting stuff and welding I mean, but Trevor, is different. Like, it should be weird because at Fort Gibson, women were allowed to weld. Yeah, they were. No, I'm saying they were. So it oh. should be weird that this guy's like, women don't weld. Well, I don't. I'm saying like, I was talking about. I wasn't talking about welding. I was talking about picking up stuff. Oh, uh, I mean, like well, listen. If well, listen, if it's a group effort, women can help. It wasn't her like, I can pick it up myself. Well, yeah. There happened to be another, another guy there, so he just slid in. I feel like. Well, it sounds like the two strong alpha males couldn't fucking <laughs> well, pick they, it up they themselves. Couldn't. See, this is you why. You want to save them embarrassment too. So a third hand wouldn't hurt. Yeah, and third hand from another a teacher, a young adult at that point. <laughs> I just don't think the whole women just, should don't do that. It's like it's like I mean, why say that? Why don't, don't worry? I got said, it. I'll get it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Worried. Don't worry, I got yeah. it. But no, women don't pick up heavy things. He was like, it was almost like a come on, sweetheart. I can't imagine what he thinks about other things. If women aren't allowed to, I could say something saying like, oh no, you shouldn't have to do that. So I'm gonna do it, kind of thing. Yeah, but in the in the time, I mean. Trevor, let's not sit here and act like I'm a dainty woman. Yeah, we yeah, know, let's not act like it. <laughs> we know that we all three are sitting here knowing that I'm not by no means dainty. I mean, you're five, like three. And it, and, and it took him longer to tell me not to do it than it would me have just getting the other corner and like stepping up what on the tractor. What if you broke a nail? Oh my god, Trevor, I didn't have nails. She was a Mennonite in high school. She had to wear fucking turtlenecks because she wasn't allowed I to show her neck. I didn't have nails. That's I, true. Trevor, I showed pigs most okay, of the year. you showed pigs with nails. She wasn't allowed to have nails. <laughs> like, no, it or wasn't wear even... Makeup. It wasn't that. I mean, in high school, I did start wearing nails probably like... I've seen plenty my of junior year. My junior year, but like... My dad genuinely made me like go out to my uncle Zach's house. I had to walk my pig every day. I had to like, there was no room for nails. I'll say that. The girls with nails had their parents do all the work for I them. I don't ever remember in the fucking male and woman or male female gender role book saying women can't help pick up something. Like I've never heard that. I'm saying I'm not, he I'm wasn't saying, being polite. That's how my you thing. know. Factually, because Trevor, factually, someone being polite factually. wouldn't say something like Maybe that. Maybe misspoke. Would it hurt you as Somebody, a man to see me to be able to pick something up that you can pick no, up? No, he's if saying If I see that a woman the, pick it somehow, I should, be like, I should be doing that. She shouldn't be doing that. I can see that. Well, like, like, Trevor, like, I move furniture when Jared's not here. Trevor, I, I rearrange the house and I'm going to take it out by the curb I and did. I pull it back in no, just listen, as I can. I think you should do things that are polite because you're polite. I don't yeah. think you should do something to a woman because you think... That guy, because listen, she's a woman. All I'm saying is, if he would exclude a whole section of the class from welding because he didn't think girls should weld, and we I were don't like, think in that instance he was being polite. That's his fucking. That's how he thinks of things. I Men do so. certain things, and I. That's Maybe. because here's the thing. Maybe. I do think there are guys out there that would step in and be like, "Don't worry, ma'am. I've got it. Don't mm -hmm. worry." That's being polite. Stopping someone from doing something, be like, "Women don't do that." That's like being like stopping a black person from drinking out of fucking fountain, be like. 
black people don't drink from that fountain. Like that, you know, you like the, you could have direct them to a different fountain. You know? There's a smaller hood over there. You know, like what are you doing? No, just no. Instead of letting her, you just be like, don't worry, I got it. I don't think she would have been offended. It's more of stopping her. Uh, being like, let's be 100 honest. I think she still would have been offended, but maybe less offended. No, no, I wouldn't have been. I just my whole thing was, come on, we're all in fucking ag class, like. We're all kids who grew up on a farm. My grandpa did not make any difference between me and my cousins. I had to work cattle just like them. I had to work the chicken houses just like them. It did. Okay. He did not give a fuck. But in this scenario, I think that... You have a suit on. I think that... Who's jumping in front of a bullet if there's a man and a guy oh, there and they're fucking... Yeah, exactly! It's a guy every time! It's every time! Tra- it's a tractor hood. I'm saying, but you put that in the same, because it's the same decision. What? So it's the same decision. Who's jumping in front of the bullet? <laughs> Yo! Are you going to throw your girlfriend in front of the bullet? She would never be around guns because women aren't allowed to shoot guns. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She would never be in that. No, I don't think that guy would jump in front of a bullet for a woman because she's a woman. No. Not him, but I'm saying in general. I wouldn't jump in front of a bullet for just any woman. Her. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. not chivalry. I feel like you wouldn't jump in front. So, like, if you were in a group <laughs> yeah. and somebody was about to get shot, and I'm not right, about to get shot, you'd run the other way. You I'd have jump her over her. my shoulder, and we're running <laughs> in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Right. Shield. <laughs> no, I got her like a fucking sack of like, like you know, like a baggie still from the bank. <laughs> I got her over my shoulder like that, and I'm running out of there. No, I got her like this. No, Trevor, he's not using me as a shield. He's getting me out of there. <laughs> I got her like I'm gonna do the fucking. Well, if he's running drop. away from somebody who could potentially shoot you, and you're over the back, well, first part. That there was a group of people. <laughs> I've of always said, I always used to say in Imhoff's class, I always used to say because she would always try to prep us like, oh, if a school shooter happened, whatever. And she was always all, and she was like, well, wait, what do you? What? So like, if you know, you're we're in the auditorium at a at a fucking uh, recital or an assembly or whatever for the fucking troops. What if somebody came in with a gun? Like, let's say you're sitting here and you saw him come in a corridor, and I immediately was like, I'd get the fuck up as soon as I see a guy with a gun walk in and I catch it because I'm always scanning the room. I always think that's going to happen and I always have exit st- I don't know if that's autism but I've always got an exit strategy I've always got a <laughs> no, way to get out of something No it's just sad that we grew up in that Well no era. it's not even just it's for that not, it's, it's for wor- everything it's Worse now than it has ever been Cam I'll do that if I'm just going to Dollar General real quick to get a fucking I don't know a, you walk in and be like alright I came in that way but there's got to be another way out of here yeah, somewhere exactly. Like, it's you're like, like you're just getting one thing, but you're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just looking to see if you guys got an exit. You know, I gotta get toothpicks, but if I get shot, well, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna run someone out. Someone might call it schizophrenia. I don't know, but what I'm saying is, like, she was like, if it's, someone, it's called anxiety, by the way. Ah, uh, whatever. A, it starts with an A. But like uh, AIDS. What? But it's like uh, AIDS. she always used to Scares say, the shit out of you. If somebody, if somebody came in with like an AK-47, she said that. It came, came with an AK-47. You saw them coming in the room. What would you do? And I'd be like, I would stand up, scream, he's got a gun, and run towards the nearest exit. Like, what do you mean? She's like, well, then you're, you're a moving target. I was like, all right, well, is this guy Chris Kyle? Is he going to fight? I do think that I was kind of thinking if I w- if you're going to try to get away, you shouldn't scream. No, you I'm just saying book as it. soon as I see him, I'm fucking out of there. You well, don't yeah. look back. If you're running, this but guy's probably going to shoot you. At me. He's not going to get well, me. Definitely, if you go, he's got a gun. He's going to be trying to take you out first. You're, you're, the, right. no, you're target number one. You're, and no, no, it's funny she said that. And I was like, all right, then I wouldn't yell, he's got a gun. Yeah. I'd just say, if fuck If you just got out of there. I, think, I said, I think I might get up and start walking slowly. And then I'd <laughs> right out of there but I've always thought in that scenario I'm getting out of there but now that I've got a girlfriend 
because I have to think about this every time I go to the movies, which is, I do think is sad. I can't go to a movie without the first 30 minutes me thinking someone's going to pull a gun out. That's why you got to look at the whole crowd. Because if you think someone's going to shoot up in a movie, they're not going to, you know, half hour in. That's I what do I'm like. Doing. They're not going to just do it like toward hey, the Hey, welcome end. to the movie. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm saying the clo- like the, the faster into the... They're not there to watch the movie. <laughs> they're, like, they're not going to wait till the end and then shoot everybody. They're going to do it in the first half hour, I think. Oh, yeah. They're so, going like, to be acting pretty weird, too. I mean, oh, so, yeah, so that's whenever the edibles kicked in. So that's what I'm thinking that. I'm like, all right, we're going to sit next to the ledge. And I've already got it planned out. If I ever see He always there, wants us to sit on the end. Because I've already got it planned out. If a fucking guy ever stands up with a gun, I'm picking her up. Because I know I can pick her up quick. And I'm throwing her over the ledge. <laughs> And then I'm jumping down after her, and then we're getting up out of there. And it might be like a 12 foot drop, maybe a little farther. But broken leg will yeah. heal. Yeah. Get shot. I don't want to. I'd rather break a wrist so landing awkwardly. Shot. But like, she's, and it's not going to hurt her because she's not even going to know what's happening by the time she's midair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to throw her over. Like, no, she's not going to get a say in it or nothing. Just go. Because like, she's not going to jump willingly. I know she's not. I will. Because if it was just me there, I think you I underestimate would... how how motivated I would be to get out of there, though. Oh, no, I I know, but like we get to I'm the a cops like, kid. I do want I do want y'all to remember that I am a cops kid who who. I've watched CSI. The father, my father, who has been a cop since he was in the Air Force. He is one of the most anxious people you will ever meet in your life. He, every time I would go somewhere, he would prep me for, like, worst case scenario. Well, I mean, yeah, you should. And that's... Like, I just want y'all to know how much... How much... I would be smarter than you're giving me credit. I'm not saying you wouldn't be smart, Cam. What I'm saying is, in my own head... You're acting like I'm... No, you're taking defense. What I'm saying is, I'm not taking the chance that you get up to the ledge and decide that you can't jump right there and there. That's all I'm saying. You'd be flying through the air and have to land on your feet just out of nowhere. Within, like, be like... Boom, boom, all right, land on your feet. Like I, I would already be heading towards jumping off you, the ledge. In this scenario, he realizes it the first. Yeah, let's say if I notice yeah. it first, before you even register it, I'm picking you up and throwing you over the ledge, baby style. Hopefully you'll land on your butt and be okay. But like, uh, you know, or however you should land. But like, yeah. I, the only reason I'm saying that, not because I don't think you would react fast enough. I'm saying if I'm the one that saw it and I had to react immediately... I'm not chancing that, you know, get up, come on, we gotta get out of here. And then yeah. you get to the ledge and be like, I can't do it. And then, like, not do it. Like, I'm not saying you wouldn't. But, like, what if you got there and you're like, jump. oh, shit, that's a I don't think there would be a lot of hesitation in a lot of people. That's true. If so, you know, there might yeah, not be any like, hesitation. I mean, for if somebody's you at all. got a gun and I think there's a chance I can jump off that and, you know, well, just some break people, a leg, all right. Well, like, like, they've done things like some people just fucking freeze and, like, get down on the ground and hope they don't come find them. I do like how the IMAX has high walls. Higher fall. It's a high fall but where like, we're usually at. No, but like where you you're die. sitting, where you're sitting, the wall goes high enough where like you can't see anybody lower than mm. you. So I mean, I feel like it would make the situation harder for the shooter. I'd like to just start bringing a gun to the movies. I think they just do a couple test runs. You know, it's like it's a, you know they do like in school <laughs> they do like a fire drill every now and then. They do like a random shooter drill. <laughs> You know what's sad? I don't know if it's real or not. It's airsoft guns. You know, it's those fucking gel bullets. Oh, wait. It's just water. It's just water. It's a test. It's a test. 
fast. You would have died. You would have died. Did your school? Did your school ever do like um? Somebody bang on the door. Don't open it. Would they do it randomly? Because they would do it randomly to us. It'd be a normal. It was like a WWE rumor. You knew it was probably going to happen at some point in time. They scared us one time. They didn't tell us. Sometimes, like they would. Let's say this. One day they would be like, "All right, we're gonna test all of our like because uh, they had different like because whenever I went to school out here, we had different alarms for different things: tornado, tornado, fire, fire and then intruder. But like our alarm was just some fucking alert, intruder alert, intruder alert, intruder alert. Oh, one of the fucking intruder fire alert. alarm! My God! Yeah, woo! Well, then it would do that. It would be so fucking loud. Oh my God! And I'm just like, shut up, fuck. But, like, I remember, like, doing the shooter drills. There was one time when I was in elementary. And they, I can't, God, I, now the look. See, I don't even I, remember them starting doing that till like, Oh, I remember them doing school? it. I remember doing it as early as second, first grade. Like, yeah, I remember them really like, early. I, like, this was obviously post, like, right after 9-11, too. So, like, the country was really on high Well, you'd think Fort Gibson had really been on it because there was fucking one there. Well, and. That's um, true. But that wasn't until, like, what, 2009? No, it was, like. 90s. Well, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. When was um, when was the one in Colorado? 2009, 2010. Columbine. Oh no, that happened in 01. 2002. Yeah, so that would have been around the time that we were getting in elementary school. Well, because like, uh, I mean, Virginia Tech happened also. Because like, what in 2003? I think we were in. That would have made us. That five. That would have made us like kindergarten, I, first grade. I, no, I I remember it around oh four, oh five, around first grade, whenever they actually started doing that. I just remember the intro, intro alert, intro. I just remember that, and I remember one time they did it without telling us they were gonna do it, and it just came out out of nowhere, and like you know, fucking, I pushed my. Foot, I'm just kidding. I was like, I always, I was always like, why are we not piling desks on the door? Sal's <laughs> yeah. so like. Sorry, keep going. And so, like, I remember we all hid, and then someone came on and started fucking rattling the door, which is traumatizing, because, like, we didn't find out it was, like, a drill until after it was over. All so the- I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you just scared the fuck out of me. And you know what's funny? I didn't go home and tell my parents about that. Not one time. <laughs> it was in and, in and out. Like, I didn't give a fuck. It didn't matter if I told my dad. My dad would be like, good. I'm glad they're doing something about it. Fair is good for kids. It's good for them. I remember at Salisaw, they always, every classroom in Salisaw High School, at least, middle school was different because we were going to middle school in a condemned building, but that's like a whole other situation. And um, we would have to, the whole class would have to pile into the utility closet, which was super narrow, but really long, weirdly. So it'd be easy to really just, oh, and yeah yeah and we would have to like cram in there but when they told us there was an intruder because there was a few times that we legitimately had we had a bomb threat one time and then we had something else i can't remember but oh someone was um threatening to set the school on fire but yeah, anyway. But if you like tackle a kid, I mean like what can he do? But the the yeah, secretary I mean, you gotta be really 
A fucking he's got a pool of gasoline and yeah. he's got a magic. Yeah. Nobody's, out, nobody's out there it. like, uh, uh, what's this guy been doing? He's been spraying something. He's got a fucking, fucking flamethrower. He's like, yeah. oh, well, back then, it, like, do y'all not remember the, like, axe hairspray and, or the axe oh, yeah, spray? Can, yeah. So there's some kid going around with a can of axe. Back up! <laughs> He's got a big lighter. I mean, you do have to remember this is this is Salazar and Sequoia. I remember kids used to spray Axe on their hands and light their hand on fire. One time, somebody lit my fucking foot on fire for about oh my three God. seconds. One time, I was calling a football game. Since we're getting talking about getting lit on fire, I remember one time I was calling a football game for little kids, and Michael Rizal has lit my hair on fire while I was mid calling a game, like calling a play. Like he's at the thirty, the twenty-five, the holy shit! Like it was on fire. Like my, I was like Michael Jackson. My fucking hair was on fire. <laughs> and like everybody heard me say that, but it was like <laughs> nine o'clock at night. But what I was gonna say about how they told us there was an intruder in our school, the secretary, you know how like the secretary could use her phone to do like an individual speaker in every classroom? Mm-hmm. Well, she would turn on the individual speakers, but all of them, so I didn't announce all in the school, just in the classrooms, and she would whisper that there was an intruder and it was so fucking creepy. They're like, everybody, there's an intruder in the school. Like, really low. You know, uh, why, like, I never understood. Yeah, why would that, in the classroom. I don't think that's going to matter. Um, I don't think it does a difference if you scream it or if you whisper it. I mean, I think if I was... I'd be fucking going crazy. No, I never understood the whole just stay where you're at. Fuck! Just stay where you're at. I'd be like, break a window. Yeah, everybody yeah, get out. Like, that's why every classroom should have a fucking window. Let them See, out of there. It's an escape door. We always or a had... trap door in the floor. You know where you go, pull a fucking thing, and you fall. You're underneath the school. school system. <laughs> we, had, we had one teacher. It was Coach Hume, who was the Salisaw wrestling coach. And Coach Hume... A wrestling intruder. <laughs> wrestling gun under your fucking hands. <laughs> well, Come here. In the Salisaw baseball coach, I cannot Super remember right. his name right now. But <laughs> then they were both very, like, Christian, military-esque, like, hard ass dudes and we always talked about if there was ever going to be an intruder we'd want to be in one of their classrooms because they would be the teachers to like bust out their windows and get all their students out like we even though they were annoying and funny just with how like military they were all the time that if shit went down they would at least get their no, they classroom have a, they, have a, they have the best plan of anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have... You remember Imhoff used to say, don't worry, I'm packing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure my English teacher senior year, she had a fucking gun in her Oh, she desk. definitely in her purse for sure, too. Oh, yeah, and a fucking bottle of Schlitz. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a legend. I do think she had a gun, though. But, like, you know, I think... You know, it's interesting. I would say... Maybe you should, like, I don't, but here's the thing, like, what if you have, like, you know those, like, cases that have, like, fire extinguishers in them where you have to break into it to get Mm -hmm. it? What if you had one of those with, like, a gun in it? Like in each classroom, but then a weirdly, group of kids could conspire yeah, and just yeah. break it. It's yeah. not like you got to be Superman to fucking. Well, but you know, like I'm pretty sure it was either Florida or Texas, one of the like crazy conservative states. Uh, they proposed something similar. I could see a, like a locked case that's not visible somewhere where the teacher knows about it. Yeah, I think you should do it to where like people don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. don't tell anybody. 
Yeah, but then you know some parents. Then people are gonna be like, we should know it. Yeah, well, you're gonna fucking tell Susie, and then she's gonna fucking tell Tim, and next thing you know, everybody's gonna be. Pissed off, you know, trying to protect your kids, but you're actually just mad because you think you fuck you guys, okay? I, I think, think you should just have a sniper <laughs> tower at every school. Yeah, <laughs> One guy with a sniper yeah, guard. I think it go. needs yeah. to be set up like prison. Yeah, there's no. I mean, yeah. yeah. You I'm gotta sorry. Have, you gotta have a cop. A you cop. can't be smuggling drugs into the school, though. That's, that's all I fine. Say. It's, like kids do drugs. Who gives it's a fuck? I'm talking about shooting. You can't go into school and shoot school, people. It's not fair. They don't want to be there. School has that's to be. That's the worst place to shoot the up. the biggest pussy there is. You're the shooter. worst place to yeah. shoot up. Nobody wants to be there. And then you're going to fucking. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Like, there needs to be. Like, it wasn't fucked up before we said that, but it's, it's definitely fucked up. Yeah. It's, it is fucked up. I'm not making a joke. It's no, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Schools legitimately need to be guarded. One sniper tower with one sniper. I'm not saying a, a fucking chain link fence with barbed wire. Just a sniper tower where you can sco- scan every fucking inch. Well, of it. That's and there his needs job. to be you get a Leslie Dancer up there. <laughs> Takes it way too serious. Yeah, like, you know we would never. That. There <laughs> yeah. needs to be more than just like a a wimpy ass resource officer that's never seen action a day in their life in yeah. the school. Fucking Paul Blart well. over oh, here, yeah. <laughs> riding his fucking. Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta get the sheriff. The only thing our resource officer ever did was she would fucking she would hear everybody's drama and talk to like girls in high school about people's drama like she was just as much of a high schooler as the rest of us she probably loved she's a high school hang on she yeah. com- completed it by like i can go back and be a resource well, officer there's got the biggest dick in high school this girl. is the this yeah. is yeah oh yeah she's sucking a lot of dick you know she is so apparently there's a rumor <laughs> that went around about our resource officer that she the reason why she off. was demoted from being a police officer and they told her that her only option was to be a resource officer was because she beat the shit out of her husband oh, and i thought i was truly sucking dick no like she beat the shit out of her husband to the point where like it was bad and so she was just like a fucked up person and she would talk about her husband and stuff while everybody was like whispering about her being like yeah, domestic beat violence. My husband's ass last night. Hey, did you hear that she beat her ass? She told us. She told us that she beat her ass. <laughs> like she's the biggest gossiper at this fucking school. Like yeah, so, my you school... can't have your resource officer mingling with the kids. You're no. supposed to be above them. Yeah. You know, your only job is to make sure that no one gets in and shoots the kids. Yeah, and you're fucking around over here. Maybe we should get a robot with a gun that walks <laughs> around the halls. Robot. Hall pass. I don't trust Give robots. Give me a hall pass. You don't trust robots. You fuck. We're using a robot right now. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us today. <laughs> we went all over the map. Yeah, this has been a really good episode. Um, Cam, it was great having you back tonight. Um, as you all know, Mondays are... We're just getting back into the swing of things. Saturday, we've got a juicy one for you. No, we don't. We're going to... Muldrow this upcoming yeah. weekend. We're gonna have to do it on Friday. What? Okay. What? Your dad's gonna fucking lose his mind. Why? Because he thinks that fucking WrestleMania's happening over here on this Saturday. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about this. Yeah, oh. we'll talk. This is gonna have to be an off the podcast discussion. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna do another episode. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Thursday. Maybe Thursday. Our cams <laughs> at work late. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we could do a. Uh, Final four. 
Jared, right, we'll see. Jared's Lost Hope we'll podcast. See. Yeah, Jared's Lost Hope podcast. <laughs> but anyway, uh, everybody, <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, hey. We got a lot of exciting things coming up. The summer's yeah, coming. We're gonna we got be a lot of back fun things. We're going to be at the AXL Barbershop at some point. We've got a thing a, in the works. Uh, but they're going to have a cornhole tournament, too. Yep. Uh, uh, it'll be on a Saturday. We'll probably be up there around the same time. Uh, we haven't worked that all out yet, but that's what that's what's in the works right now. We're thinking a cornhole tournament day. We do the podcast. We got fucking business cards. We win the cornhole tournament. Oh, yeah, for sure, because we're rendering as a team, the oh, war yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Cam, you got any uh, closing remarks? Nope. Trevor? I'm good. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you for listening to The War Room. Make sure you check back in with us next week. We will see you soon.